0: Mr. Corkman, would you lead us to Pledge? I pledge, pledge allegiance to the flag
1: of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
0: Thank you. Okay. We need a... Motion to approve the regular session minutes of 9 Do I have a motion?
1: So moved.
2: Second.
0: Roll call, Holly. Commissioner
2: Painter?
1: Yes.
0: Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Bachelor. Yes. Ma'am, could I ask, are you Deborah?
3: Excuse me?
0: Are you Deborah Niehaus? No. OK, thank you. <laughs> We're trying to locate her. <laughs>
4: um, she, I'm, supposed to
5: be here with her, but I Oh,
1: okay. Oh, there you
0: go. Well, then you can represent her. How's that? I don't know what she's
1: in And your name is? <laughs> I just
2: don't know what she's doing. I'm just here to support In your name, please? Angela Carpenter.
0: Thank you, Angela. So I hey, just come mm-hmm. up.
4: Angela, I hate to tell you this, but you're going to be representing your day. You don't have to say anything, but come up to the podium,
6: please.
0: The last one
1: this will be your formal interview and we'll let you know after this if you get the party okay,
0: I'm in trouble. <laughs> so angela what this is is a proclamation from the uh, commissioners and it is constitution week and we are designating september 17th through the 23rd okay right. you just have to stand here okay i have to read this I already knew. She already knew that. So whereas in the summer of 1787 delegates from throughout the United States gathered at the Pennsylvania State House in Philadelphia intent on a government that would stand the test of time and protect hard-won freedoms. And whereas on September 17, 1787 delegates to the Constitutional Convention signed the United States Constitution The sacred and important document established our national government and fundamental laws and has protected and guaranteed rights to citizens of the United States. And whereas 235 years later, the document they produced, our Constitution, remains the bedrock of our system of government, one rooted in equality under the law and an unyielding commitment to individual liberty. And whereas public law 9 15 guarantees the issuing of a proclamation each year by the President of the United States of America designating designating September 17th through the 23rd as Constitutional week now therefore be it resolved that we the Claremont County Board of Commissioners do hereby proclaim September 17th through the 23rd 2022 as Constitutional Week in Claremont County, and is signed by myself, Bonnie Bachelor, Commissioner David Painter, and Commissioner Claire Corcoran. Thank you for coming today. And you have to get your picture taken. That's the rule. <laughs>
1: Come on up front. And <laughs> <in top> <laughs> That's right.
0: So you she's tell. the one that she's the one that
7: told me to come. <laughs> she set you up. She set you up. Alright. Three, two, one. And one more. Three, two, one. Stand there. Oh, Oh. Now oh. you're gonna get another one. Yep, yep. And three, two, one.
4: Okay.
1: Thank you. And, and by the way, the podium's yours if you'd like to say a few words. She
4: owes you dinner, drink,
0: and more. I wouldn't go tell her you'll be with her anymore if you don't want to
1: <laughs> I can hear that right now. That's the last time I'm going with you anymore.
0: Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Next is a presentation from USI about our benefits. Hi, John.
8: Good morning.
1: I'm so excited to hear about <laughs> the reduction of cost today.
8: Yeah. I want to get this, uh, here you go. <laughs> it just raised out. <laughs> okay, thank you. Well, good morning. morning Morning. thank you commissioners for the time today Uh, just for an introduction my name is steve ferguson i work for uh what's that oh john that's okay no big deal Uh, i work for a company called usi i'm a benefits consultant for them i've been doing this this work for about a little over 30 years and uh, um, today we are presenting on behalf of the hr departments of where we are so far in the renewal Um, things have progressed a little bit since the last time we talked and we'll just go over some of those items that we have today. So the current um, state where we're at today, just just a reminder of some of the the things that drive the renewal. One of the big things that drive the renewal, of course, is claims. Claims drive everything in in this process. So claims today actually are doing uh, at where we expected them. They're about 96 percent of this year's expected costs. Uh, One of the things that have helped that quite a bit is some of the changes that we made in the pharmacy area. Uh, our pharmacy costs have actually decreased 24% on a per employee per year basis which is uh, pretty amazing since most companies have increasing pharmacy costs these days and so uh, pharmacy costs actually have dropped down 10% down to about 21% of total medical. Um, our USI average across the, the country is about 23% so it certainly has at least for the time being has, has, uh, has addressed that cost increase. Um, one of the other things is that you've actually had a, a drop in enrollment in the plan, about 2%, and uh, the projected increase, which is driven mostly by claims, um, is about 5.5% or $770,000 for next year. Um, we are going to have a uh, revised stop-loss proposal. We, Our underwriters have estimated, when we come, we've come up with that number, uh, where we think that they're going to come in for stop-loss, so we expect that to, to be pretty close from that. Uh, but we'll know we'll get the final claims probably at the end of this week and we'll know something by the end of September for that. Um, one of the things that's driving this $700,000 increase is a medical cost increase 34% per employee. And so a lot of that is just claims. If you had to pinpoint where it's coming from, 86% increase in hospital use. Hospital is the most expensive part of your health care plan and you've had a big increase in hospital use this year. And what kind of, moves that along as well as a 20 percent increase in emergency room use. So these are things that I think we can address certainly in the future to, to look at. Um, all the other benefits are under multi-year rate contracts with no rate increase expected until 2024. So this is the chart that really just <coughs> illustrates what we just talked about. When you look at the lines on this chart, you can see that the increase uh, for administration to United Healthcare increased just under 2 percent. Uh, the stop loss premium, uh, has, uh, we expect it to be about 5.6 percent. It's a little higher today, but we fully expect that number to come down, and so that I think that's a fair number. Um, the biggest number, of course, is the expected claims. Uh, and keep in mind, you know, t- medical trend this year is probably between 6 and 8 percent. So. Uh, the, the, the expectation that we have today, which comes from our underwriter, is that uh, medical claims will increase at about 5.7, based on your own experience and your claims today. So when you add it all up together, the increase that's expected for next year is about a 5.5% increase, or $770,000. One of the most important things that uh, people are looking at these days, and we get a lot of attention in this, is. When are people eligible to to join the plan? And what we're seeing across the country is that employers are looking at trying to minimize that uh, simply because it's difficult to hire people. It's difficult to retain people these days. Uh, The county currently has an arrangement that says that people can enroll in medical insurance uh, the first of the calendar month after 60 days. Uh, And what we're seeing across the country is that because of labor shortages and retention issues, that people are addressing this concern, trying to get people in a little quicker, making it more attractive for them to come in. Um, A couple of percent, uh, just some notes. Uh, Since 2017, we've seen large employers, those over 200 employees, actually reduce their waiting period from 73 to 67 percent. And what's interesting is that you look at the large employers, over 200, that about 65 percent of them really have uh, either no waiting period or just one month in the process. So uh, the consideration uh, before the commissioners would be uh, to look at waiting periods that either changes it to the first of the month after 30 days, or simply just the 30 days after the data hire. So those would be the two considerations that are out there. So the next steps that we have here would be, you know, how will this $700,000 be funded? And so uh, USI. Uh, HR and the OMB will be meeting with the um, Healthcare Advisory Committee uh, in the next day or tomorrow, actually, and recommend some changes in plan design, funding, uh, premium increases, change in eligibility, uh, and then after that will be a final recommendation to the board. Um, We will certainly finalize the stop loss proposals, uh, which we expect probably by the end of this month. Um, And then one of the other pieces, simply because it was an issue of the increase in mental health cost is that we're look, we've sent out an RFP for uh, employee assistance services. And so uh, that's something that will be before um, HR and and the the, health care advisory committee. Um, The right now open enrollment is scheduled tentative between October 27th and November 10th, and we will have plenty of open enrollment communications to employees during that. Uh, There's also a benefits fair that is uh, scheduled for October 25th, and everything will become effective the first of the year. So, as I mentioned, uh, we will be meeting with the Healthcare Advisory Committee tomorrow to discuss some of the scenarios around the funding. I would want to ask if there's any feedback that the commissioners would have to the Healthcare Advisory Committee for our meeting tomorrow. you you
1: know I I would like to just ask one one question just just for my information And, and not placing people in categories but you know I am older now and so I wanted to ask is there any synergy that we could gain between people who are eligible for Medicare and UHC I mean how how could that work are there are there any such programs or incentives that we could give to people instead of using UNC to use Medicare and to be, you know, to maybe cause some some um, efficiency to to be done that way.
8: Yeah, that's it's a great question. Um, We actually have had um, some education sessions with people in the past and intend to do it again in the future. Um, There are some rules around incentivizing people to get off the plan and go on to Medicare. It's, it's not allowed to, for you to incentivize it, um, but you can certainly uh, educate people. There are some positives uh, for people to go from uh, a, a, an employer plan to a Medicare, mainly some in plan design, no deductibles, things like that, mm-hmm. that we intend to. We have educated in the past and we intend to continue educate. Um, the fact that the contributions that the con- uh, county has are fairly low compared to the, the, this. You still have to pay for Medicare Part B, so that cost in there is sometimes a little bit of a challenge, uh, but it's you, we, do a, we will do a nice job in education. We have talked to education before, and I know that one of the sessions that Yvonne put together, we had some <laughs> folks in from Medicare talking about the advantages of some of this. So this is, this is certainly a priority for us to be able to let people know who are Medicare eligible, that there are options for them to consider in the future. Okay. Right. Thank but, you. Okay.
0: Thank you. Well thank you very much for your time. Good you. Seeing you. Moving on public participation. Do we have anyone today from no break? You want to uh, please?
1: You're you gonna move I up. you gonna move I
0: up. Oh sorry. We're going to move I up. Okay. County staff elected official discussions. Great. Thanks, Dave. I'm not a lip
9: reader.
10: Oh, all right. <laughs> it's all right. Well, the audience is leaving. Okay. They they heard you were going to speak. <laughs> or thank you uh, for moving this up. I want to have a brief discussion, give an update on the animal shelter. Um, as you know, uh, Tim Pappas, our new uh, chief dog warden, starts on Friday. But I wanted to have a discussion with the board about the animal shelter and just kind of kind of filling in on what's going on. Got a lot of great things going on. Um, we have been at this now about two years. We are truly a no-kill facility, and which has been fantastic. I think in the two years, we've put down four dogs. Three were severe behavioralists after consulting with the vet and a behavioralist we've hired, and one was just like 18 years old. So that's a pretty good a uh, pretty good. Um, great for for what we're doing out there so there's a lot of great things going on um, our shelter is not immune to some of the uh, the opportunities that every other shelter in the in the area is facing we are at capacity um, so we are looking at ways to help adopt these dogs out foster the dogs I'm kind of hoping that the County Commission maybe have a little discussion about how we can better engage the community um, how we get more community partners we have a great volunteer group that's stepping up to help um, but I think just uh, having a discussion about uh, know how we take this opportunity and get these dogs adopted out right now we have 118 dogs in our system about 30 are being fostered and fosters are are just a huge part of the process Um, the county takes care of all the fees and everything for the fosters and a lot of times these people that foster dogs end up adopting them but that keeps them out of the shelter and um, so our goal is to keep dogs out of the shelter unfortunately we can never close we are obligated by chapter 955 of the ORC we have to take in these dogs. So we're looking at, always looking at ways on how we can um, uh, you know, keep dogs through the system, get them into good, productive homes. So that's kind of our, our aim. So I just you know, want to have that little discussion with the board and uh, just kind of get some of your feedback on some things that we could potentially do, partnerships we can work on and things like that.
0: Greg, let me ask you this. I know there's a fee for adoption. Correct, yep. Is it possible to maybe find some of these animals a home if we lowered the cost of where it wasn't such a burden on people to come in and adopt even temporarily
10: yeah yeah I think it's possible um, you know our fees are competitive with every other rescue organization uh, we charge 180 dollars for puppies and puppies you you don't keep those in the shelter long those are gone pretty quick doesn't really matter the breed they're they're, they're gone quickly um, it's the uh, adults and senior dogs that we have sometimes issues with because sometimes it, it, it it's hard for somebody to come to the shelter and spend ten minutes with a dog and decide that the dog's right for them. If they have kids, they have other dogs. Our shelter staff work so hard and learn the personalities of these dogs and determine are they good with kids, are they good with other dogs, are they good with cats. And sometimes you don't get that opportunity at kennel, but fostering is definitely a way to do that. Um, but yes, I think lowering our fees could help in the short term.
0: Did it for the end of the month? To I, I think that's. Find a home for I seven. think
10: that's possibility. I think that there's there's that market out there that, you know most people have the means to take care of a dog but it's the upfront cost they don't like because there's spays there's neuters there's medical care now we take care of all that initially um so and that's why our fees are set how they are but yeah i think if if you wanted to uh, reduce the fees i could put something together for you to, to potentially do that
4: well i'm also thinking too of the older population that may be in need of a sweet companion dog and maybe can't right now afford the feed. And I know that we do have some accommodations that we can help people if they're really stressed about thinking of the expense right away. But it not only would help us, but would give them a companion too. Yeah,
10: so what we do is we have a great partnership with Purina, we have a great partnership with other rescue organizations. We have a lot of supplies donated to us. That we in turn hand out to those that 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 are in need of it in the short term um, we offer all kinds of services just to help with we're not just taking in stray dogs abandoned dogs we're also working with the community and so I think it's it's important for people to understand that we have those those resources there and available um, and so I think that's that's going to be a key and I really think we have such a dedicated staff I mean when we took over this animal shelter you really didn't know what was gonna happen because here we are one of the few counties that that Has done this and I can remember everybody saying you're gonna kill dogs left and right well it hasn't been the case I think it's been very successful but we are just like everybody else it's 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 a an issue where so many dogs out there and we're doing the best that we can and I think if we have some good partnerships and opportunities that people need to be aware of um, if they know we have these partnerships we they know that we can help them they know that there's resources available for them Uh, the hope is that brings out more volunteers and and and, uh, more folks uh, just to help with the community shelter
1: so you're basically you're saying we have 118 in the system or do we have the 118 plus the 35 no no we have 118 in the system right now roughly we have 118 and we're capable of housing in our facility about
10: 60 on on a normal basis 60 65 um temporarily we can ramp it up to about 80 which is where we are today Mm -hmm. um you know we just had a case uh, i think uh, the other night we had 18 puppies and four abandoned dogs that were abused so we've taken those in Mm -hmm. so they're you know the puppy is pretty much already spoken for you bring in a puppy they're gone in a heartbeat but it's these older dogs and a lot of these dogs are just such great dogs but when they're in that kennel environment they become a different dog and and i think once our you know we have a great group of volunteers that gets to know these dogs they are different dogs when they're outside the shelter and that's what's so important with volunteers to see these dogs our staff work so diligent with people saying hey you know we know that this dog is not good with cats so if you have a cat we recommend another dog for you so um, it's just that type of community involvement working together to partnership um, is what's going to make it successful. And right now, I think that like you suggested, maybe lowering the fees uh, could help us in the short term just to get a lot. We have a lot of great dogs that are adoptable today. Um you, you get them moving through the system and then we can keep serving the public.
1: Why, why don't we why don't we I, I would just suggest, you know, maybe uh, maybe Mike Bamer, you know, schedule some kind of a media event, make okay. people aware in Claremont County that that we are almost double capacity that we have lots of great dogs available for adoption and instead of lowering the fee why don't we just after that media event have a 30-day window where we just eliminate the fees where if they want to adopt a a dog that that they can and see if you know because what we want to do is we want to make sure that the dogs that we have in our animal shelter in a safe configuration and you know being at capacity is not the best configuration that that we would have so you know if that will lower that capacity and it puts great animals to families that you know typically couldn't afford the fees that'd be great that'd be and great. we
10: do screen it's not like we just hand dogs out we do screen the staff screens everybody um, and that's going to be a priority of the new dog warden is to make sure we do proper screening so yeah we can do if you if the board so desires I can put something together today to temporary lower them and then do something again after an event it's whatever the board so desires to do we can certainly do I just want to have a discussion because you know know, we can't just have these discussions but this is an opportunity to have that discussion right now
4: well and we're very we're very lucky because we have a lot of rural areas in this county that it'd be great for a dog I mean people with barns and a lot of animals and if those people could help that would be these dogs need to run and have a life not be tied up or caged
1: and welcome to Tim Pappas you know absolutely we'll we'll have him up here to
10: session in a couple weeks but he starts on Friday so he's uh, he's he's excited excited. Um, he's He's got got a lot of great ideas yeah and staff's excited too so uh, it's just kind of the evolution of your shelter Um, we're making a lot of improvements doing a lot of different things Um, like I said we're one of the few that runs the shelter itself so there's not many out there that do what we do so we're kind of just learning as we go and improving as we go learning from what others have done
0: thank you for your direction thank you so you'll prepare something
10: well, so is the board's desire for me to prepare something to temporarily lower them, and then also address it too after Mike puts something together? I mean, is this something you want to do now to start right now, and I then we continue it?
0: Let's do a very minimum amount. Okay. You know that would just cover a small amount. Okay. And see where that goes. Okay. That so would be my suggestion. Okay.
10: So would you like me to prepare something that lowers them to say fifty dollars for adults only? Puppies, we're not going to change puppies. That's Right. those those are no problem it's the it's the eight months and up the adults so do you want me to put something together potentially for an add-on later that will lower it to fifty dollars how
0: much is it right now a hundred
10: it's a hundred it? and fifty
0: great so, and that
10: includes a spay neuter medical initial medical and you know supplies for the first month I
0: great. would say let's try that see where that goes and okay. if we need I'll, to take further steps we can
10: so I'll put some together uh, through say the first couple days of October and then I'll get with Mike and we'll schedule that event and then the board can decide how we want to handle that afterwards that sound good okay I'll have that for you as an add-on later on
0: thank you you. any other county staff elected officials at this time okay moving on to consent agenda board we've had this in time to review are there any corrections or deletions None. none take a roll call please oh no let's don't do a roll call let's have a motion first let's do, that. <laughs> do I I'll have a motion you have to <laughs> yeah. I think so Holly gave me that look I'll take it I'll make the motion
1: second <laughs>
2: roll call Holly Commissioner Corcoran yes Commissioner Painter yes Commissioner Backler.
0: yes moving on to non-consent agenda first item is A recommendation that the Board of County Commissioners adopt Resolution Number 134-22, resolving to approve payment to vendors in the total amount of $1,639,483.63, as set forth in the BCC Approval Invoice Report for checks stated. September 13, 2022, BCC Directed Prepaid Invoices Reports and or the procurement card transaction report, as presented by the county auditor on 9/12/22, and further authorizing the county auditor to issue warrants for same pursuant to Section 319.16 of the Ohio Revised Code. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. I'll second. Roll call, please. Commissioner Painter. Yes. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Bachelor. Yes. Good morning, Tim. Good
11: morning, commissioners. Item number seven is a recommendation of Thomas J. Eigel, County Administrator, to authorize Susan Walther, Director of the Department of Job and Family Services. And this is to execute an Ohio Department of Job and Family Services Title IV E Child Placement Agreement by and between the County of Claremont, Ohio, and Lighthouse, Lighthouse Youth Services Incorporated, located in Cincinnati, Ohio 45206. And this is for the provision of foster care services for a specific child referred by the Department of Job and Family Services and or Claremont County Juvenile Court at the rate as outlined therein, effective August 25th, 2022 through August 24th, 2023, pursuant to and in compliance with the terms and conditions specified therein. Uh, commissioners, this um, uh, contract as well as the, the next one that I'll be presenting, uh, the, both emergency placements and it's child-specific because we were unable to agree to terms for an open-ended contract. Uh, so anytime that we have uh, um, situations where we feel they are um, not in line with surrounding counties or don't meet the reimbursement rate as set forth by the state, we do child-specific contracts for those situations.
0: Thank you, Tim. Board, you've heard the reading of item number seven. Do I have a motion to approve? Make the motion. Second any discussion roll call holly commissioner corcoran yes commissioner painter yes commissioner bachelor yes number
11: eight number eight is also a recommendation of thomas j agle county administrator to authorize susan walther director of the department of job and family services to execute an ohio department of job and family services contract title 4e child placement agreement Bind between the county of claremont ohio and lighthouse youth services located in cincinnati ohio for the provision of foster care services for a specific child identified as 13475436, referred by the Department of Job and Family Services, and or Claremont County Juvenile Court, as the rate outlined therein, effective August twenty fifth, 2022, through August twenty fourth, 2023, pursuant to and in compliance with the terms and conditions specified therein.
0: Thank you. Board, you've heard the reading of item number eight. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. Second. Any discussion? No. Roll call, please. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes.
2: Commissioner Bachelor. Yes. Number
11: nine. Item number nine is a recommendation of Susan Walther, Director of Department of Job and Family Services, with the concurrence of Thomas J. Igel, County Administrator, to execute an agreement by and between the County of Claremont, Ohio, and Sparks Psychological Services, LLC, located in Mason, Ohio 45040, And this is for the provision of psychological evaluations for children and adults, referred to the Department of Job and Family Services, Children's Protective Services Division, as well as court testimony relative thereto at the rates identified therein, effective upon execution for a period of one year, pursuant to and in compliance with the terms and conditions specified therein.
0: Thank you. Board, you've heard the reading of item number nine. Do I have a motion to approve? I make the motion. Second. Any discussion? Roll call please. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Painter. Yes. Commissioner Bachelor. Yes. Thank you. Are you doing number 10?
11: Number 10? Sure. Mm-hmm. Item 10 is a recommendation to appoint the following representatives to serve on the Claremont County Family Services Planning Committee and this is for the terms as outlined below for the purposes of gathering public input and reviewing and making Program recommendations in developing and maintaining a community pa- plan to implement Ohio Works First pursuant to and in compliance with Section 329.06 of the Ohio Revised Code and other programs established under Chapter 5107, which is the Ohio Works First program, and Chapters 5108, which is Prevention, Retention, and Contingency Programs of the Ohio Revised Code. The uh, two uh members we're recommending are Susan Walther, who is the Director of the Department of Job and Family Services, and Billy Koontz, who is the Executive Director of the Claremont County Community Services, and both would be for terms uh, beginning today, September 13th through uh, December 31st, 2024.
0: Thank you, Tim. Board, you've heard the reading of item number 10. Do I have a motion to approve?
11: So
1: moved.
0: Second. Any discussion? Roll call please. Commissioner Painter. Yes. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Bachelor? Yes. Thanks, thank sir. you, Tim. <laughs> number eleven was supposed to be Suki. Or, but you we're gonna like you Suki. But, you go. you, <laughs> but you don't look like Suki, Doug. <laughs> Good
12: Morning, it's Doug Roy from the Claremont County Engineers Office. Item number eleven is a recommendation of Jeremy Evans, County Engineer, with concurrence with Tom Eigel, County Administrator to adopt resolution number 135-22, resolving to authorize Jeremy Evans to execute, certify, and submit applications for final financial assistance, for infrastructure replacements and improvements for project support of the following infrastructure improvement project for program year 37, and the amounts outlined below, or other such amount as may be awarded to the Ohio Public Works Commission at Columbus, Ohio, including all understandings and assurances therein required, and to act in accordance with the applications as they are as they may be revised, and to provide, such, to provide such additional information as may be required pursuant to and in compliance with Chapter 164 of the High Revised Code, and to further authorize Jeremy Evans to execute the Ohio Public Works Commission project grant agreements relative there to this project or these uh, um, OPWC applications. We've got three bridge projects and a landslide application. The landslide has uh, five different uh, landslides. Um, one of them is Union Township's landslide. One is Washington's. The other three are ours. Um, the three bridge projects total about 1.5 million total, and the landslides are about a million.
0: Thank you. Board, you've heard the reading of item number 11. Do I have a motion to approve? You make the motion. Second. Any discussion?
1: Doug, this is really a great use of OWP, OPWC what grant money. I mean, there's there's almost two million dollars here of yeah. you know grant money that. Yeah. They're getting a benefit of that's pretty fantastic.
0: Roll call, Holly.
2: Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Painter. Yes. Commissioner
0: Batchelor. Yes. Thank you. You're up, Lyle.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Good Good morning. Good morning. Item 12 is a recommendation to adopt resolution number 136 22. Resolving to determine to make improvements relative to the construction, operation, and maintenance of the State Route 132 Water Service Connections Project located in Lake Township and the Village of Owensville and designated this project number 6401-60152 in conformance with the detailed plan, specifications, estimates of cost, and financing, um, all of which shall be paid from one or more of any combination of the Waterworks Capital Improvement Fund, any portion of any federal or state grant or loan should such become available. And, or by the issuance of a nurture bonds pursuant to section 133.08 of the Ohio revised code and payable from revenues derived from water rates and charges levied for the operation of the claremont county waterworks system and subsequent thereto thereto to approve the request advertised for bids pursuant to the plants and specs and authorize the clerk of the board to place a legal notice in a newspaper of general circulation on thursday september 22, 2022 Schedule a non mandatory pre bid meeting on Thursday, October 6th, 2022 at 2 p.m. with bids to be received until 2 p.m. local time on Thursday, October 13th, 2022. Here in the Office of the Board of County Commissioners, they will be publicly open and read aloud shortly thereafter, and the legal notice will also be posted on the county's website. So, what we're doing, we're gonna abandon about 7,320 feet of 1959 eight inch water main that's on 132 um just north of 50. it goes past the, the fairgrounds there and we have a lot of water main breaks we've got an existing 16-inch water main that was installed in 1988. we're going to switch all the water services over to that 16-inch water main install new hydrants on the um, 16-inch water main and just abandon that 8-inch line
0: lord you've heard the reading of item number 12. do i have a motion to approve i'll make the motion second any discussion? Roll call, please. Commissioner Corbin. <coughs> Commissioner
2: Painter. Yes. Commissioner Bachelor. Yes.
0: Number 13.
9: Item 13 is a, recommenda- a recommendation to award the bid for project number 6402-60169 relative to the-, to the Greenbrier lift station improvements project located in Batavia Township pursuant to the plants and specifications to Smith and Brown Contractors Incorporated out of Harrison, Ohio for the lowest and best bid received on October on July 28 2022 for a total mathematically corrected amount not to exceed one million three hundred thirty nine thousand seven hundred forty five dollars and to execute the contract relative thereto pursuant to and a compliance of the terms and conditions set forth therein and award a bid therefore and contingent upon the release of the purchase order so this lift station was originally sold in 1972 so it's about 50 years old um, in need of, of upgrades and replacement Um, obviously it'll include a new lift station a new force main and currently there's no backup emergency generator there so we're going to put in an emergency generator Um, a large portion of this the funding will come using the arpa funds we propose to use one million dollars worth of the arpa funds to fund the project
0: okay board you've heard the reading of item number 13. do i have a motion to approve so moved second any discussion roll call please commissioner painter
2: yes commissioner corcoran yes commissioner bachelor yes number 14.
9: item 14 is a recommendation to execute a contract for professional services between the climate county commissioners and ljb incorporated out of miamisburg ohio this is for project number six four zero one dash six zero two two three relative to the to the design of the white oak white oak road water main replacement phase one project located in Pierce Township in accordance with the consultant's proposal dated August 22, 2022. Uh, for a total amount not to exceed $155,026 with said services to be completed within 161 consecutive calendar days upon issuance a written notice to proceed from the Water Resource Department exclusive of county review time pursuant to and in compliance with the terms and conditions set forth therein and contingent upon the release of the purchase order. So this will be the design of a um just under 5200 feet of 12-inch water main that was installed in 1954 it's on white oak the phase one part is from white on white oak from Beeheimer to Merburn 10 mile phase two will be the other half of white of, of white oak um but we we'll, we're proposed to replace that water main um to eliminate the old main which we we've had many breaks on and we're trying to do this in advance of the county engineers paving project there
0: you have had a lot of breaks in that area yes yes <laughs> Board, you've heard the reading of item number fourteen. Do I have a motion to approve? Make the motion. Second. Any discussion? None. Yeah. Sure.
2: Okay, on the Benning Road, when that landslide, how damaged was Benning
0: Road? Did that affect?
9: Got.
3: Landslide repairs, and you've named Benning Road in
9: Union Township. Okay, that's that a different that up. Item 11, that might be done. That's that was Doug.
12: Okay. Union Township joined our application to fix Binning Road.
2: Was it damaged know. a lot?
12: Benning Road? Yeah. Um, I, think the app, or I think the project for that one is about 65,000. That's the Union Township's portion of it.
2: Is that coming into Union off of Teal Town, or which way is that coming in? I mean, on down down Road. Round I think it's down towards Round
9: Bottom. Bottom? real narrow. That's uh, the only place I can think. I think that's where it is. Did
2: it affect anybody's homes there?
9: No. It's, it's still, still open. I'm a different project. So.
0: Okay, okay. You're the water guy, right? Yes. Oh, you're the water Did it water have red. damage up at the fairgrounds? Is that you too?
3: Nope. The, no. So I do, yeah. Okay.
9: No. <laughs> no, we have a lot of water main breaks up on, up on 132 there near the fairgrounds, but it doesn't it affect, affect the
2: fairgrounds no. in any way. They might
9: shut their water off sometimes while we're making the repairs but did not have any property damage to, okay. to them all right thank you no problem
0: did we do roll call 14 Holly um, no we no. did not okay
2: I'm um, Commissioner Corcoran
0: yes Commissioner Painter
2: yes Commissioner Bachelor. yes number 15
9: item 15 is a recommendation to approve the request to advertise for bids for the furnishing and delivery of chemicals to uh, to the county waterworks system pursuant to the specifications and they're authorized the clerk of the board to place a legal notice in a newspaper of general circulation on september 22 2022 schedule a non-mandatory pre-bid meeting on thursday october 6 2022 at 10 a.m with bids to be received until 2 o'clock p.m local time on thursday october 13th 2022 here in the office of the board of county commissioners will label we'll be publicly open and read aloud shortly thereafter and the legal notice will also be posted on the county's website so we we bid our uh, this is for our water treatment plants the chemicals used in, in the treatment of water we bid these every year um current our current estimate for annual cost uh is 1.25 million dollars for water treatment
0: thank you Board, you've heard the reading of item number 15 do i have a motion to approve so moved I'll second any discussion? Roll call, please. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Bachelor. Yes. Thank, Thank you. Lyle. Good morning, Chris. Good
7: morning. This is a recommendation of myself, Director of Information Systems Department in the Telecommunications Division, with the concurrence of Greg Bickford, Assistant County Administrator, to execute the agreement by and between the Board of County Commissioners of Claremont, Ohio and Cincinnati Bell Technology Solutions located in Cincinnati, Ohio, 45202 in concert with the National Cooperative Purchasing Alliance, contract number 01-125 and further to authorize Bonnie J. Batchelor, President, Board of County Commissioners, to execute, quote, 1345355 and 1345357 to upgrade the Avaya PBX system and voicemail system to CMT. Uh, CM10, located at multiple locations at the cost of $298,394.70 and an annual subscription rate of $74,247.12, effective September 1st, 2022 through August 31st, 2025, in concert with the Master Services Products and License Agreement and Equipment, and equipment Maintenance Addendum by and between Claremont County, Ohio and CBTS previously ratified by the Board of County Commissioners on August 24th, 2016, and subsequently extended through addendum number 02450665-A, thereto on October 24, 2018, and effective upon execution pursuant to and compliance with the terms and conditions specified therein, contingent upon the release of the required purchase
8: order.
0: Board, you've heard the reading of item number 16. Do I have a motion to approve Make the motion? Second. Any discussion? No. Roll call, please. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Painter. Yes. Commissioner Batchelor. Yes. Number 17.
7: OK. Recommendation of myself, director of ISD, with the concurrence of Greg Bickford, assistant county administrator to authorize Bonnie J. Batchelor, president, Board of County Commissioners to execute the CBTS maintenance quote 72320 buy between the Board of County Commissioners of Claremont County, Ohio and Cincinnati Bell Technologies located in Cincinnati, Ohio 45202 for the hardware maintenance of, on all PBX tele, telephony equipment in concert with the Master Services, Products and License Agreement and Equipment Maintenance Addendum previously ratified by the Board of County Commissioners on August 24, 2016 and subsequently amended on October 24, 2018 at the campus locations and in the amounts as listed below, which totals $3,018.05 a month for a total contract amount of $108,649.80, affected from September 1st, 2022 through August 31st, 2025, pursuant two and in compliance with the terms and conditions set forth therein and con- contingent upon the release of the required purchase order.
0: Would you've heard the reading of item number 17. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. A second. Any discussion? Roll call, Holly. Commissioner Painter?
1: Yes.
2: Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Batchelor?
0: Yes. Thank you. Number
2: 18.
0: Good morning, Andy. Good
13: morning. It's a recommendation of myself, director of Cormont Transportation Connection, to adopt resolution number 137-22, Resolving to accept federal award identification number Ohio-2018-039-01. and between the county of Claremont, Ohio and the Federal Transit Administration out of Washington, D.C. Relative to the purchase of fare boxes, vehicles, and equipment and computer hardware for Claremont Transportation Connection. In the amount of $200,000 with a state match of $38,000 for a total project amount of $238,000, in concert with the grant application and award and amendments thereto previously approved and accepted by the Board of County Commissioners on 11-4-2018, 12-19-2018, and 7-27-2022, and further to authorize Thomas J. Eigel, County Com- County Administrator, to execute the grant agreement on behalf of the Board of County Commissioners with the modified grant award period of 921 2018 through 330, 2025, pursuant to the terms and conditions set forth therein.
0: Thank you. Or do have heard the reading of item number 18? Do I have a motion to approve? Make the motion. Second. Any discussion? Roll call, please.
2: Commissioner corcoran yes. Commissioner painter Yes. Commissioner Baxler? Yes.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Mandy. Desmond.
6: Morning. 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 morning, 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 commissioners. Desmond Mayada, Department of Community and Economic Development. Item 19 is a recommendation of myself, with the concurrence of Michael McNamara, director of the department, to execute the following subrecipient agreement by and between the Board of County Commissioners of Claremont and the following political subdivision for funding in concert with the Claremont County Community Development Block Grant CDBG program, as outlined below pursuant to and in, in compliance with the terms and conditions set forth therein. Uh, this subrecipient agreement is with Batavia Township. Uh, the project is the Batavia Township, Amelia Olive Branch Road sidewalk, phase two. This is a 2021 CDBG project previously awarded by the by the commissioners. The funding is $199,000. Contract term is 6-1-2022 until 6-30-2023.
0: Thank you, Desmond. Board, you've heard the reading of item number 19. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. I'll second. Any discussion? Roll we'll call, please.
2: Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Batchelor? Yes. Thank, Thank you. you,
0: Desmond.
3: Hi, Mary. Good morning, Mary Rins of the Office of Management and Budget. And before I address item number 20, I'd like to make a correction to number six. When the uh, bills were run by the auditor's office, they actually were dated September 14th. So, what bills you're approving for payment, instead of being dated today, the 13th, they're actually dated September 14th. And I don't know procedurally how you have to correct that.
0: Can we do a motion?
5: Just do a motion to amend it.
0: And I have a motion to amend then the date on the I have a
4: motion to amend the date on the bill's item number six to September 14,
1: 2022.
3: Second. Roll
2: call, Holly. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Bachelor, Yes.
3: Thank you, Mary. Thank
2: you. Okay.
1: Uh,
3: item number 20 is request to increase the 2022 annual appropriation and general fund by $373.10. And this is for the state auditors to look over the private audit that was done?
0: i going to double check it, right? Double check it. <laughs> Board, do I have a motion to approve item number 20? I Make the motion. Second. Any discussion? Yes. Roll call, Holly. Commissioner
2: Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Painter. Yes. Commissioner Batchelor. Yes. Thank you. Thank you.
1: But Before we move on, if I could just a second. Lyle, I, I just wanted to ask a question. I had had some information come back about a challenge that we might be having with uh, billing in the water resources department. Could you maybe talk about that just for a second and, and uh, bring us up to date on that and what the challenge is?
9: Well, we've had quite a bit of turnover in, the, um, in that department. We have a lot of new employees. It's something that's uh, new to me. It wasn't under me for forever. And was kind of given to me to, to manage so we're, we're working through that um, they're trying to get caught up on the bills what's happening now is because we're behind like a, a, an entire we bill every two months we're behind a complete billing cycle in many cases so some people are going to start getting bills more frequently than every two months so that we can get caught up but they're working to, to get caught up on that um, it's, it's just staff training um, and getting a lot of new people um, trained on on how to do that
1: is that something that you all have released you know something to the citizens or the water we have
9: made some press releases we were hoping to be caught up by the end of june uh that never happened yeah so we can we can do another press release just to give them an update i'll get with karen Myers, um and get a a firm update on her i've got a meeting scheduled later this week with her to kind of go through and come up with a schedule
0: i got a bill this week
9: did you (laughs) yeah
1: well i i just think that might be something great just oh, I agree. give people yeah. the information and just I mean we all understand that you know during the the situation we're in right now and how hard it is to get employees and that if you do have them you know large turnover like that to how that can impact a particular cycle like that so just so they know
9: I think next Monday will a new employee will be starting which will bring them to full staffing probably for the first time in probably close to two years um, so that will help But then, of course, you get new people. You got to train them. Right,
1: There's a learning curve there.
9: Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank
1: you. you.
0: Okay, moving on to item H, additions to the agenda.
5: Mr. Bigford, are you you ready with the adoption fees? Okay. So, hold on just a second. So, we we have four, but I'd like to have the board consider three of them at once, and then we'll consider the the fourth one. So, the the three are uh, supplemental appropriation, then we have an extension of time for the Nordyke Road bridge replacement. And then we have the adoption fees for the dog shelter. So we can add those first and then we'll take them one at a time.
0: Okay, we need a motion to add those. So moved. Second. Roll call, Holly.
2: Commissioner Painter. Yes. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Bachelor. Yes.
5: And Mr. Bickford jumped up there. So I guess
2: he's so
0: I guess He's I guess first, first, right? first. He's ready to
5: go. Hard to get this sorry, sorry Doug, I know you want to go, but
10: we've <laughs> already been to the prosecutor's office and so I have here. Um, <laughs> That's my recommendation to adopt Resolution Number One Thirty Eight Twenty Two, hereby temporarily lowering the county-imposed dog adoption fees for dogs adopted on number four October 4 Twenty Two, for dogs aged eight months or older, to help alleviate the unusually high number of dogs being cared for, fed, and housed pursuant to Chapter Nine Fifty Five of the Ohio Revised Code. So, board, what this does is it takes any adult or senior dog and lowers the fee to fifty dollars uh, through October Fourth. October Fourth is a Tuesday. Um, obviously, the shelter is closed on Monday, so t- that Tuesday. So that gives about three weeks to see what we can do. And in the meantime, we will work out with Mike Bamer about getting a media event. And then we can address the fees once we get through this little surge period about about what the board wants to do.
0: Okay. okay. So we have a motion on the floor so to. So move. Thanks, Dave. Do I have a second? I give a second to reduce those fees. Yes. Thank you. Any any discussion further? (laughs) Roll call please.
2: Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Corcoran. Commissioner Bachelor?
0: Yes. Thank you, Greg.
5: Lori, you wanna your turn.
0: Which one do we have here? This is Doug Doug? Nordike.
12: We have an add-on, this is for a, a recommendation from myself, Deputy Engineer, Doug Royer, Deputy Engineer, with concurrence of Tom Igle, County Administrator, to approve request to extend the expiration date for the disposition of bids hereto received on July 21st of 2022 for Project PI 1717, relative to the Nordike Road bridge replacement located in Pierce Township from Monday, September 19th, 22, to Wednesday, October 19th, 22, to, review, to provide additional time to review the contract documents. Contract documents are at the prosecutor right now. They just the contractor will late getting them to us. Okay. The project's not uh, supposed to start until probably February of last, they said. So February? Okay. That's when they'll start the bridge replacement.
0: Thank you. Do I have a motion? I'll make a motion to approve. Second. Any discussion?
1: Doug, this Nordike Bridge replacement, which where is that located along Nordyke? Right
0: after it's right off it's of,
12: right off of nine mile. mile. Right, right off of Right see it from, I think you can see it from nine
1: mile. Not, nine mile?
0: If you come up nine mile, turn on to Nordike toward Anderson.
1: Okay. Yep.
0: That happened when that horrible flood and everything went through. We oh. found that when we were out driving the streets <laughs> that it washed away. Okay. Thank you, Doug. Roll call holly? Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Bachelor? Yes. Thank, Thank you.
5: you. Miss Rings?
3: Are you? Mary, we'll move you
0: up the
1: next time. You always save the best for last. That's it.
3: True, true. Okay. Uh, This supplemental was presented by the county auditor and it's for the County Hotel Lodging Tax Fund in the amount of $350,000. This is the um, taxes that we bring in from all the hotels to the county and and, um, turn it over to the Convention Bureau. They prepared a revenue estimate. Beginning of the year, they've already exceeded that, and in order to, to pass along the total monies that are in the fund, they need to increase the appropriation. But instead of just doing that much now, they're also anticipating what they'll bring in between September and December, so that's why it's three hundred and fifty thousand okay.
0: dollars. Or do I have a motion to approve? A moved. I'll second. Roll call, please. Commissioner
2: Painter. Yes. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Bachelor. Yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you.
5: And the final add-on is our appointment of a clerk of the board. I want to save that for last, so we have to add that to the agenda first.
0: That's right. Do I have a motion to add this one to the board? It is the appointment of Gail Foley as clerk. Make the motion. Second. Roll call, please.
2: Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Painter. Yes.
0: Commissioner Bachelor. Yes.
5: Please. It you want me to. I will read it.
0: Okay. it unless you want to. I don't want to take your thunder. No, you take okay, it. this is a recommendation to appoint J. Gale Folly I don't know what the J stands for yes. <laughs> as clerk of the Claremont County Board of County Commissioners effective 9 21 2022. Do I have a motion? i make the motion. Second. Roll call, please. Commissioner Corcoran.
2: Yes, Commissioner Painter. Yes. Missioner Bachelor. Yes. Welcome, Gail.
1: Thank you, man. Could um, could we get a picture? Please. Could we get a picture? With I
0: don't know if I want a picture with My her picture. or not. Yeah. Come
1: on, Gail. You want a picture? Ah. Come on, Gail. Come on. No. Oh yes Oh
0: yeah.
4: I didn't do it. I just remember that. Okay. We should bring Holly in no, too because she's. We too. really shouldn't. <laughs> so we should kind of do that. No. <laughs> You get to stand next to him. That's
0: all right.
1: I'll be right in the middle. We came yeah. called this morning put on photo
0: black.
4: So. Did you? Yes, will It's
1: okay. I didn't get the mando.
10: I I've one.
0: never done this. This is maybe once you do I know. Uh, I'm wondering.
10: And we'll go three, two,
0: one.
2: All
0: right. Thank so you. That was the picture. Congratulations. You. Welcome okay. Welcome. You. Thank you very much, folks. Is that all the add-ons, Mr. Wayne? members comments just go ahead Dale you're replacing Holly Holly this is your last session as our clerk I would like to thank you for your help since I have come on board how long have you been clerk
2: Um, I've been clerk for filling in and been clerk for a little over two years but I've been with the Board of County Commissioners um, here in this office for eight and you're just moving across the hall? Just moving so across we, the
4: hall. Uh, and we wish you the best in your new employment. Thank
1: you. Holly, thank you. Thank you for serving the board of Claremont County Commissioners. And I know you're not going real far. <laughs> you know, you're just going across that hall right there. So, uh, you know, if, if it were up to me, I would have held on to you and kept you from taking that position for the next six months. But, you know, it takes, uh, it takes more than two at least two from this board to make that happen so you know thanks thanks for everything you did I know you had to fill in into difficult time so I appreciate that thank you well
2: in honor of Commissioner Painter I've prepared a speech I'm just kidding wait a minute oh, wait a minute if you'd like to say a few words now.
1: the podium's yours
2: now you're in trouble but I do want to um, thank the board for the opportunity to serve so thank you
1: and I know you're continuing your education and you know, currently in school now. So, you know, we wish you luck in all your future endeavors.
0: Thank you so much. You bet. You got a mean look from Mary when you said keeping her for six months. Mm -hmm, I know. Yeah. Any other member comments? No.
3: Mary. She's continuing her education. Is that on a tuition reimbursement basis? Yes oh then I need to move some budget out of the commissioner's
4: office <laughs> 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 no we already closed that door sorry can I ask for some money we'll <laughs> we close that you, one you, too you can, oh, I can. I no can. I'm used
2: to that look on your face.
1: no no
0: I told her that in the hall no. why does she keep repeating I get it <laughs> before anybody else asks for money can I have a motion to adjourn <laughs> <So moved. laughs> <Yes>. I'll second <laughs> <laughs> roll call please Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner
2: Batchelor? Yes. Thank you.